When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Victor Wong is a respectable businessman. In nine years, have you found a shred of hard evidence that Victor Wong is the matador? There is no matador. One man does not run the Hong Kong underworld. And even if he did, that man is not Victor Wong. Go testicle. <laughs> this is Film Sack. Sure. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, mine in the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. Episode 451 for the weekend of January 25th, 2020. I'm Scott Johnson. Joining me today, Brian, like a shrink wrapped fake Russian hottie Dunaway. Yeah, just like that, <laughs> except tighter. <laughs> Double D. Oh, hi. <laughs> and in this corner, weighing in at an astounding 425 pounds of and full of glistening Mongolian beef, it's Mongo the Mangler. <laughs> and his opponent, now cowering in the other corner with no honor, weighing in at a paltry 150 pounds, a real jackass of a guy and a dude, what makes faces that could be best described as constipated. It's American guy. <laughs> and now let's get ready to... Nope. Wait. Player three enters the ring, weighing in at two ducks and a chicken as the master of two-finger knick-knap. It's too old for this shit, guy. Well, <laughs> things just got interesting. And it's over. That's too bad. Well, I've been your announcer guy, and to answer your first question, I'll have the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Nice, tight, and concise. I liked it. All right. Uh, also with us, Randy, how many hits does it take to get to the center of a Russian nesting doll, Jordan? Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. <clears throat> now listen up. I'm going to have to leave you now, and I want to convince myself that you're safe. So here's a can of mace. I know it's way too big to conceal on your person, but you never know when you're going to need to mace all of the male concert goers in an arena. <laughs> this here is a taser. Always keep it charged. And, uh, yeah, I guess this is too big to carry on your person, too. You know what? Let's just put them here in this box 
with these uh, other non-lethal weapons I've collected for you. <laughs> Oop, oh, oh, don't drop that tranquilizer dart on your foot. I did that once and woke up next day with a dog licking my face. <laughs> Want me to play fetch. Okay, here's what I'm going to give you that you can take with you. Advice. A wise man once told me that honor is the most important thing in life. The second most important thing is alpacas. Don't forget to put ribbons around their necks. They love that. <laughs> Don't they, though? Oh, they do that. Don't they? They just do. What does uh, the alpaca true. say? What, what is that? What is, what is they just go, the noise? They go, uh, they go, peka, peka. Peka, peka. Peka, peka, get this crap off my neck. Yeah. <laughs> I've cut a few with uh, yeah. Ultra Ball. It's a very elusive yeah. Pokemon. Uh, with <laughs> us, finally, Brian, these river houses are dropping like Domino's Ibit. Oh, all right. Oh, hey, thanks for calling Fred's Animal Rentals of Hollywood. Uh, Fred speaking. Oh, yes, Mr. Harlan, I've got your order right here. All right, you need some animals for your new movie, Skip Trace? Right, okay. Uh, first up, we've got a herd of goats. Uh, you say they're going to be doing a scene where they have to block the road? No problem. I've got about two dozen shaggy mountain goats that'll do the trick. Uh, have, have they been trained to block roads? Uh, well, we'll put them on the road and they'll block the road. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, no need to use that kind of language, Mr. Harlan. These goats will be fine. All right, next on the order. Uh, you need a bunch of alpaca. Yeah, sure, we can handle that. Sh shave them into funny shapes like poodles? I mean, I don't know if that's... Yes, yes, I know who I'm talking to. Yes, Randy Harlan. Uh -huh, Cutthroat <laughs> Island. Cliffhanger, sure, yeah, Deep Blue Sea. Okay, got it, okay. Shaving the alpaca's heads into funny shapes, got it. And again, there's no need to use that language, sir. Uh, okay, last thing on the list, uh, a horse. Oh, just a horse that'll stubbornly stand in the sand and not budge? Okay, anything else? Again, Mr. Harlan, no need to get testy. Right, a horse that will basically just sit in the background and not do anything distracting. Yeah, I've got just the horse for you. <laughs> oh, man, Rennie Harlan. This is like, what, our fourth in like a very rapid succession, Phil. Like. Well, long kiss night, but it's been a while since Deep Blue Sea. Yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. And we're still waiting for Cliffhanger, which I feel like is... Is the mountaintop the, the the no pun intended the Rennie Harlan mountaintop? Get the Stallone uh, and then what's her name from uh, from Northern Exposure? That was that movie, oh, right? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, I like uh, her. Or did short haired pretty lady? Yeah, short haired pretty lady. I shouldn't say I used but to this, like her. I like but her. this guy's. Yeah, this is Skip Trace. Yeah, this is Skip Trace. <laughs> I it truly is. Skip Trace. I am so glad we watched this. Are I, we? Are I you? Had, Okay. I have kind of forgotten that mm. these movies exist. These kind this this is a genre, right? Mm. And it's it's a very centered in the genre example. Mm. It it doesn't stray much, but it does have some innovation. And I just I forgot that mm. over over the last like couple of years since I've seen a uh you know, two two buddies team up and do all sorts of action stuff i hadn't seen a movie like this for a while i forgot buddies? about this genre well now, odd couple please, buddies entertaining sure. it really is. have yeah. you right. have you not seen uh high noon or uh rush hour not or, recently uh, <laughs> I, 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 it, they had kind of like In faded i haven't yeah. I, I haven't seen a movie like this recently you know sure. yeah they don't and make very I many just, odd couple odd couple buddy cop movies anymore but not buddy yeah, cop. They've, but, they've turned into like jumanji they actually do a lot of you know a lot of kevin hart and the rock stuff those are my that is, favorite yeah yeah that's true i mean because the last one i saw the last one i think that I, I remember coming out was the one with um was it Wahlberg and will ferrell oh no. right no that's that's, that's one yeah 
Well, yeah, Wahlberg was like the oh, hard, the hardened cop, and uh, well, Will... Daddy's home, isn't it? That no. I'm thinking yeah, of with those two. That's no, they, 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 something... that's a good one. They too. did the other thing right. though. Together. The other guys. It's the other guys. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys? yeah. That's them too. They it did is that. them too. Okay. Yeah, All they right. did that together, and that was a. Oh my gosh, that's ten years old. That's crazy. Wow, is that really? Yeah. Are they, right. are they becoming the new? Uh, Spade and Farley, like right. is, is are we gonna have <laughs> the uproarious comedies from Will Ferrell and and uh, I guess so. I never I, saw I, I never saw that movie, but that's an Adam McKay joint, which makes sense because he's always working with Will Ferrell. But uh, yeah, mm. ten years old now. But yeah, like that that kind of thing as a comedy adventure, they're a little more rare. I think Randy's right; they don't make these as often. But here's here's why this movie. Why? Okay, I'm gonna just say it out out loud. I hated it. I really disliked it. Wow, really? Yeah, and here's and here's why. Normally, me and Ibit are, I, I feel like we have very similar tastes. Yeah, in movies. I, I think so. Yeah, that's why I'm surprised. Yeah, and I was surprised, too, after watching it. Uh, how do you feel, Dunaway? Because I just need to see if Dunaway, I have any. It's Dunaway Johnson this week. Okay, good. Wow. So here, here's, it really split down the middle. Here's why and I think that we... that's true, by the way. Just a quick okay. quick aside why I think that that's generally true, or, or generally why, the, why we have the schism. And it's because... I could not get past the fact that I could tell this is one of those. Uh, here's all the Chinese money, but make sure you use only Chinese production companies and make sure you only, uh, um, or uh, you you have to you know it has to be this kind of structure. If you guys have seen the Meg, you'll know what I'm talking about. So listeners at home and also you guys, mm-hmm. the Meg, which was about the giant shark thing with Jason Statham, it's the same right. kind of deal. It's got these slammed in there barely audible uh chinese actors that 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 are fine except they've got really strong accents so some of them are being dubbed others are clearly just you know hong kong natives yeah a lot of dubbing going on and so it feels like three directors made the movie and it all got mushed together so it feels like Mm -hmm. the rennie harlan stuff was jackie chan hanging out with johnny knoxville and then the rest of this was made by the great chinese film corporation <laughs> tourism board yeah. yeah i felt like it was such a scatter shot of things it never it it was too many scatter shots for me there was there was moments i said oh, that was an entertaining scene and then the next scene i'm like why am i watching this scene mm. yeah. next yeah it, you, know I mean? you know they it seemed like there were a lot of things that were done in there just as set up for one joke payoff i think the um the Russian nesting dolls. Like there was no other reason for the Russian nesting dolls to be all stacked over there except yeah. for Jackie Chan to use one of them as a prop and didn't get it broken. And then he'd look at it surprised, like, oh, there's another one in here. And then it right. she'd kick it and then there's oh, there's another one in here. And, uh, and, do the Russians manufacture their own nesting dolls, or is it really all done in China? Uh, I, mean, I mean yeah. That's a funny thought. <laughs> right. I was kinda like eh. I remember yeah, right. my first <laughs> thought was like, really? There's a Chinese right. or there's a Russian nesting doll factory and in Russia all they do <laughs> is make the Russia doll I, nests you <laughs> the uh, part that I loved was I think what was showing through in Jackie Chan's original vision of the writing of this which was a tour across Mongolia and parts of China to really give us a look at what was there and I enjoyed that part the film sets out from the beginning to be as multicultural as it can possibly be and Mm -hmm. i think it works i Mm -hmm. think it's it's wonderful how from the beginning you're like okay all right we're in hong kong whoa we're in macau that's a different place no no we're in russia uh i just like from the beginning 
it just felt to me like, oh, this film is going to be this big pastiche of settings and languages and people from different backgrounds. Like right out of the gate, we meet Johnny Knoxville. He's on a plane. He's telling a ridiculous story to try to woo women. And it's like everyone around him is different. And I just like, I, I, I get it. And I'm, it sets my mind for the rest of the movie. I did like but, that part. And, and there's a bunch of trivia about how the whole thing was designed uh, or, or, or part of the push was, hey, Jackie Chan is, is one of our great national treasures and he's like an ambassador uh, to the world. They really see him that way there culturally. And so why don't we have this movie be this thing that really shows off parts of this continent parts of Asia, parts of the Chinese territories and nearby stuff that you never see. And let's, let's showcase that stuff. Let's show how beautiful this stuff is. And I think it achieved that uh, pretty well. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think that tonally like the bad guys in this, they're the most two dimensional worst things ever. What a waste of my time. Those guys are, you know, my, my like for this movie probably just stems for my, my like of Jackie Chan style action, yeah. you know, it's, it's, uh, it, it doesn't merely sit on man versus man. It becomes man versus environment. <laughs> man, right. man uses environment to defeat man. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and the older he gets, the more of that there is, right? Because he's not throwing his body around and you're not watching for crazy stunts where he's a roller skating, holding onto a bus. Dude, and so still... he, even still, right? That's what I was going to say. You're yeah. you're watching for him to do a lot of box throwing, right? Yeah, and right. to use things as shields. And, and then throwing. even then, you're watching him, and they keep the shot on his face, so you know that's actually him. And you're watching right. him, and he rolls down a flight of stairs. Right. I'm like, wow. Yeah. In yeah. his 60s. Is that why they eventually went with Knoxville? In my mind, is what I was thinking because I'm like, because he doesn't mind doing his own stunt right he that's, oh that's yeah no guy. like he gets to be full so, jackass in this thing you know right. like he gets to full tumble he gets to take falls and gets to get thrown off stuff in a way that they kept the he's, camera on his face too you know keep in mind he's only 16 17 years younger than jackie chan yeah, yeah so yeah. like like johnny knoxville is also way past his prime by this point this is 2016 the movie yeah. is 2016 uh johnny knoxville is what 45 when he's making this right, movie right and yep. so like it's it's no longer uh, like Johnny Knoxville is, is is doing a lot of things that Jackie Chan doesn't do, mm-hmm. but they're not like impressive stunts. They're just abusive. It's impressive. You know? right. Just being right, flipped yeah. over a fence pole that hurts like crazy crap. So that to me is a big stunt. Yeah. I was wincing when he's running through the casino and he falls over a chair. I'm like, right, oh right. man, okay, oh yeah, God. he totally did yeah. that. I stubbed my toe wasn't... and I almost cry for an hour. So, I mean... <laughs> he apparently, according to the trivia, wasn't even. Uh, initially cast like it was originally yeah. Sean William Scott. Oh, really? Right. His so, old pal from have, the Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, right. Would that have been better? I no, mean, no, absolutely not. No, no uh, I think it'd have been worse. I like. I think so. I agree, but I do like Sean William Scott in playing the asshole. I think that yeah, yeah. that uh, that is his niche, his niche, and he will always be like that's the your go to guy for the kind of character that yeah he's the he's However, the doorman at this at your as your, your ancillary character is an a-hole he's the doorman at that place where you go hire those people like that's the right, guy right oh <laughs> come on he's, in don't have to him right here the painted portrait on the wall in the ballroom <laughs> yeah <laughs> Sean William Scott. yeah he's he's the lord of all he surveys in that department so i agree with that yeah. but i actually i i think knoxville is affable and fun yeah and he's my favorite him and jackie chan are the reason to see the movie 
and I'm yes. and you're not wrong about the action. In fact, if you stick around to the credits, you get one of those. You might even say they're you know you. I, honestly, I didn't expect it because I was lied to. I was told Jackie Chan no longer did all his stunts. Like That's he what I to. was expecting too. Yeah, and there he was did he, did getting he take hurt. That back. I mean, because did he make that statement and then took it back? I don't know if he ever really happened. did. Maybe people just his, told me that. His statement was that he was retiring from dangerous and physically uh, impossible for him right. now kung fu. Mm-hmm. But so, but how was, many? He was how many times have heard band members ta- say we're retiring? Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. But but back. he was he was specifically saying that he didn't want to be expected to top himself anymore. Right. Uh-huh. And and Kung, and that's what what he had gotten his career to be was this string of twenty years of movies where uh, Jackie Chan like like Jackie Chan like you've never seen him before. And he said he's retiring from that. He did not want to be expected to do something that you'd never seen him do before and to like use his body in dangerous ways. He he felt he didn't have the strength to like, for instance, uh hand walk up a rope or something like that. And so he was, you know, he said he was retiring from dangerous kung fu. Well, what's and ironic about that is his his level of of dangerous is clearly at a different category than any of us because he's in this thing still doing really dangerous shit, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like yeah, for him, it's a relative statement. Yeah, right. I'm but not then, sure. I, then, I'm not sure. I agree. I like watching this movie. I was thrilled, and it. it I'll I'll agree with you if you don't like a series of action sequences, and there's like. 22 action sequences in a row in this movie like if you don't like that uh sorry it's really not for you but i felt like i felt like a lot of it like compared to his big police story movies i felt like a lot of it was very safe it was a lot of people throw things at him and he moves his head a little bit to the side well that's exactly what i'm saying it's like a it's it's a it's a relative for him it's relatively tame but for a guy in his sixties, yeah. For a guy in his sixties, though, he's still doing shit that's just. You like, throw a box at my head, and I'm pretty sure he can hit me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gonna be right. dodgy. He's still just blowing my mind at that age. Like I, that guy's just really something else. He's an international treasure and should never die, and probably won't. But anyway, he's great, and I and and he's great in this. He's he's what I like about him in this, and so is Knoxville. And I and Knoxville is a. I can. There are times where I'm like, okay, you're really bugging me. And then there are other times where I really like him, and I liked him in this. I liked that he had a nice streak. He gave that kid his toy back. Like mm-hmm. little stuff like that is kind of cool. I think they made the turn a little too easy after the Adele song to "I'm going to come with you and help you now." And you know that was all. Oh, a little it was bit so cheesy. fun though. Come on, Scott. Well, fun. It was okay. Fun. It was all right. I just kept feeling. Ugh. You know what ruined it for me? Okay, I got it. Here it is. This is the whole thing that ruined the movie for me, and just I could not get past it. The soundtrack and any kind of music in this movie really worked against it because it all sounded like stock content from a vault somewhere in Shanghai and they were just like yeah people like this this is exciting action music use this it was terrible oh, terrible I disagree. Well, oh. you guys should have known right off that I wouldn't like it because yeah. there's there's too many there's too many objects that appear that never really have any purpose or really it's like like the phone the phone itself the centerpiece of everything that's going on. Yeah. It has, it literally, it has one job to present a QR screen 
for a laptop. <laughs> right, yes. And I'm like... The, the, the biggest MacGuffin in the whole... I mean, it's, I, I guess it's not a true MacGuffin because it does get used for one right. dumb purpose. Yeah. One single purpose. And then the watch at the beginning. Yeah. I'm like, what? At the end, he's like standing on the glass is broken. I'm like, and then the cops show up. I'm like, was he tracked? trekking was there something yeah what, what was, was the, the point of the watch the watch is the chick I in the bucket this week hidden inside the watch like there was a map or there was me. a chip or something like that yeah right. there's a chick right. in the bucket in the watch that's what's in the watch because mm-hmm. that thing never revealed itself it never mattered and i kept wondering why oh. is he so interested it, in getting I, that watch but but i mean it's present the whole movie right like from the very beginning yeah you you don't know that uh his friend right is mm-hmm. is actually gonna survive Still that alive, explosion yeah. mm-hmm. and i did i did scratch my head at the end and go now how did jackie chan not see that his friend survived that explosion i'm confused right, right. a good swimmer apparently but, for for a while the, he was a good swimmer yeah. but the i mean <laughs> the watch was to was set up to be an obvious trope like as opposed to a crutch that the filmmaker uses the filmmaker was saying you've seen this before you've seen this this story beat where right. someone is about to die and they give their buddy something to you know to treasure and remember them by and that was i thought that was fine i like at the end of the film when it gets br- busted i'm like oh whoa man that sucks and then you know he shows up and you're like oh <laughs> you yeah. know like it's i would have to- been more I would have been more impressed if the watch actually had some kind of symbolism other than now he's standing on it and he looks at it and I'm like, mm-hmm. is that supposed to, I need something a little bit clearer right. with something so, uh, so talked about. I need you either. I need you to like throw the watch at the friend and go, th- just throw it at him and go, geez, stupid, where'd your stupid watch back? Yeah. You know, or something yeah. like that. I needed right. some kind of something there. Pick it up with his foot t- and throw it at him that way with his foot. <laughs> right. Or something that just answered the question. Oh yeah. He was being tracked. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Or he was supposed to give it to the daughter. Cause that's why I kept going. I'm like, is he supposed to give that watch to the daughter for, to remember? Or is he supposed to be wearing it? Why is he wearing it? So, and I'm like, <sighs> so what happens, what happens is in the movie, what I picked up on at least was right. that, uh, for, for starters, uh, cops like Jackie Chan are, do not work like any other cops in the world. It, it just blows my mind that he's like investigating this huge drug trafficking operation that's on a dock over the water. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's not got a gun. He's not got a bunch of body armor on. He's just a guy, right? Like that alone is just like, it It was hard for my brain to click over to, okay, different settings. This is not, this is not like cops that you're used to in Los Angeles. Okay. Mm-hmm. But um, he's investigating all of that, and uh, in the fights that happen there, uh, and he's about to get blown up, by the way, uh, in the fights that happen there, someone uh, swings a knife and it cuts the watch off of his wrist, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he has to save the watch. And so in my mind, the story of the watch from that moment is that he's he's going to have it until he gets the band fixed. <laughs> and, and that's a so he's like the movies takes off hard and he just hasn't gotten around to fixing the watch band so he can give it to the the daughter yet uh what's her name samantha is that her name? samantha yeah i think that's right yeah fan bing bing <laughs> that's her name right fan, yes. fan, yeah, yeah fan bing bing was stunning in this film so was eve torres i i freaking love that the movie was like you know what we're gonna have them fight too 
Like, of course, Eve Torres would fight, but like, it just like, okay. I, mm-hmm. I like that this movie goes balls to the wall for everyone and everything at some point. Did she get married? Cause her name on the, oh, wait, it's, it's, it's backwards for, for, for but it's Bing Bing fan listed in the IMDb. Yeah. Right. Okay. I got it. Uh, Eve, yeah. Eve Torres, Eve, by the way, from Denver, uh, born in Denver here in 1984, but is she, she's professional wrestler, right? Yeah. She was WWE recently, for a while. So like yeah. not a, okay. not a really big deal, but she was Eve. In, in WWE for okay. like three yeah. or four years. And this is her first movie ever. Um, I think she's done some other stuff since. Yeah, a bunch of stuff. Well, two things since. She was in Rise... No, sorry, one thing. Direct-to-video movie called Rise 1 Ignite. And then she was in WWE Raw uh, from 2008 through 2019. Raw. So she's still... I think she's still in Raw. But she okay. she's very cool as a fighter. Uh-huh. Uh, not as convincing as a... Russian voice as a Russian, <laughs> right? Yeah, no. that's okay. I'm okay with my Russians kind of being silly, you know. It's okay. It's for a me. little too though. Like, hello, we are Russian. Like, it it was yeah. just it's a my, little. It's too... my Russian accent. Yeah, it's it really what they're is. doing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you it's just, were, it Malkovich's thing. Russian accent. Right. <laughs> yeah, my manny. <laughs> yeah, and I and the other guy too, the big uh, buff dude that is. It's Sergei. implied that that baby is his at the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. that was now that was actually humorous. Sergey Played by an Englishman named Charlie Ross. Yep, he's not. He's definitely not Russian. There's a few guys like but, there's everybody and no one again, in this is a, Russian. That's another thing. There's a little test of flavor there right at the very end, and I just fell for it hook, line, and sinker. I was never expect like I was happy that Johnny Knoxville was going back to Russia and that everybody was like they seemed accepting of him when he got there because they could have just killed him on his way in. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they yeah. they could have. They could have been really, really mad at him, but no. Everybody's there's a baby coming, and they're all happy, and it made me happy too. Yeah, yeah. it's so a Russian had, shotgun wedding. Right? Yeah. I had no idea that they were going to spring the face of the baby on me. Yeah. No idea. <laughs> yeah. I was so I fell off my freaking chair when I saw the face of the baby and remembered that it looked. They had I don't know was digital manipulation or something. They made it look so no, no, much like just, Sergey. Maybe it's his kid. I don't know. I right. just I just think it was like they just stuck a, a unibrow on there. That's and, all they had that's to all do. It took. Pencil, yeah, <laughs> penciled in some because the guy looks like looks like a giant baby with a unibrow. So. Yeah, he totally does. By the way, that guy is. Um, uh, I automatically like him more because he's a first trooper in the upcoming Dune film that comes out this year. So, oh, yeah. pretty excited okay. about that because he's built like a cool. giant freak, and yeah. Yeah. that's what yeah. you do is you hire giant freaks for your yeah. Dune movie. In fact, he looks a little like Dave Batista if you. Squint. He totally I, does. I, at first, yeah. I thought his yeah his uh, IMDb. I thought so. I thought that's who it was. Who's also in? Anyway, I, yeah. I'm just saying, like oh, that gag that did not need to be in the movie. Like we were done. It was completely over. And and like that gag got me hard, and it just made me love the movie even more. It did me but too. That was great. Were, that was great. Scene. If you were tired though, if you were like, <laughs> you know what I mean? If you had, if you had spent the movie feeling like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> these these shoehorned jokes that you know like you would have seen you could have seen that as as just a, a horrible afterthought you know yeah i actually think those are the strongest points of the movie is when they yeah. would and that and that is when it felt like i was watching a movie by the rennie harlan that did do some decent work in his career mm-hmm. I, I would like to, to and yeah. yeah and i'd like to point to something regarding that uh looking at rennie harlan's uh imdb and his current run of work He's working. He's got stuff going on. Um, he stopped doing producing work in 2014, and since then has done nothing but direct. So Skip Trace was the beginning of this. And then there was a movie called Legend of the Ancient Sword, 
Bodies at Rest, and then a new thing called The Misfits. Now, everything up until the post-production on Misfits are all Chinese productions. So he has made some deal that started with Skip Trace, (laughs) some kind of production deal with these uh, film companies in China to, to direct a bunch of movies over there. There's there's also a, a, an effect that can happen, right? Because you, it, getting Chinese yuan out of China is really, really hard, mm-hmm. right? Like you make money in China and then the money is there and mm-hmm. you need to spend it in China. Yeah. And so it just happens to people that they they accidentally make a bunch of money there and then they're like, okay, well, I guess now I have to move there. And then while they're there, they make more movies or, or music or whatever. And then they make more money in China, which is also locked away there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And it like, it snowballs. Like there, there's a, there's an effect uh, at work for some like filmmakers and, and, and ad- athletes can experience that. Right. Sure. Was uh, this in I, the, I actually, did this end up in theaters or just, uh, do we know that? I mean, was it in Chinese theaters? Was it here? I don't remember this thing ever coming out even until we got... hold, hold that question i will answer it in just a second go right. on to your next thing all right oh really <laughs> we're gonna look that up are we anyway he's uh, uh uh you know keeping busy the rainy harlan there he's i didn't know he was from finland so that's a thing i learned while right. i was digging around had no idea um and this misfits thing i mean it does sound interesting i was thinking oh is it a remake of the marilyn monroe thing but it's a it's a thief a thief movie with pierce brosnan and tim roth who've played thieves in various yeah it's a good cast uh, thomas crown and uh uh, uh, pulp fiction yeah they're good uh those are good gets you know they're good gets i don't know what that looks like in 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 the end or what if that's he's now out of his contract to make chinese movies i don't know what that Mm -hmm. means but i'm a little surprised because this feels it feels a little bit you know i don't want to it's going to sound to listeners like i'm bagging on the chinese film industry i'm not i'm just saying where did Rennie Harlan go? Was it like I can't make movies here anymore? Should I go over there? Yes, we will. Mm-hmm. We will hire you to make great movies. <laughs> well, it's for... like a three-picture deal to make something for for Saban. I mean, I noticed this was Saban, yeah. but I don't know if that's a okay. A All right, here's the Chinese answer. Thing. Okay. Yeah. According to Box Office Mojo, uh, Skip Trace was released in about two dozen countries uh, in September 2016. It grossed 137 million dollars. Okay, and 129 million of that was in China. Oh. So, uh, its its widest release by far was in China. The other seven million or so that it made, uh, primarily in United Arab Emirates, uh, Latin America. It was released in Bolivia, Brazil, Colombia, Mexico. Mm-hmm. So, no, not at any movie theaters in the United States and Canada or you know Western Europe. But it it did okay. Like it, you know, this is that probably made its money back and and made people want to do this more. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, as a business, then as an artistic endeavor, it's uneven. As a business, it sounds like it was a successful effort. Well done, everybody involved. I guess. Um, but if you guys, why, I'm telling you, skip trace. If you go watch, yeah, that's the other thing. Where does that name fit in? All right. So here we go. So uh, to skip trace someone is to track them down wherever they've gone. Uh, they have skipped town, and you are tracing their trail to find them. Uh, a, a a skip trace is an activity that is the mm. business of finding someone who does not want to be found and has left the area. And uh, it is you just know what's a, a better title? Hmm. Something I have to go to Wikipedia to look up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it kind of has it kind of has a I, I don't know. I kind of like the name. Uh, but yeah. I didn't. But it doesn't really jump out in your head and say, "Hey, that we I know what that means." Right, like, right. Yeah, yeah it would be more, you know, uh, 
Jackie Chan needs a vacation to see uh, friends and family in China, Mongolia, and, Mongolia. Uh, and yeah. Macau. Yeah. <laughs> and this get, the definition in Wikipedia uh, says that examples of a professional skip tracer would be debt collector, process server, bail bondsman, uh, bail mm. agency enforcer, bounty hunters, uh, repossession. Ooh, are, bounty uh, hunters, that'd be a hunters. cool name. Yeah, that's, yeah, the that's thing. never there's been used. So many, there's right. so many movies about <laughs> bounty hunters and with the with the title bounty hunter. You know, let's just put it this the, way. This if was, I was at the theater and I'm looking at the marquees going, let's see, I'm going to go see Skip Trace. Don't know what the hell that is. The bounty hunter. <laughs> right, well, yeah. I can at least know what that Ooh, is. I'm bounty hunter, that. that sounds good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but it does, I think, I know what they're aiming for here because it does have kind of like that hard hitting, uh, you know, running right. from the law kind of sound to skip it like trace. skip trace a little too sci-fi sounding maybe but but yeah it's it's yeah. it's got definitely got that quality but anyway uh one of the things in here it uh, says is if you are a private investigator lawyer or police detective you might be referred to as a skip tracer mm. so there you i go. love that i love that uh dunaway's uh disagreeing with the title of a movie in a world where we have a series of different movies called Django. <laughs> At least that's intriguing. <laughs> right. Well sure. you think in that case okay. you know it's a name you, you though. Piqued my interest. Because Django's I hope an... in the first act they explain how to pronounce it. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. The <laughs> Schwango. Uh, but Django is at least it's a name of a dude, right? So at least right, that's right. a thing. Skip trace means oh, nothing it's... to me. Yeah, and it sung to you in the first, like, <laughs> the first Speaking movie of with Django. Django. Yeah. Speaking of names, I love it when a movie names Jackie Chan, Benny Chan. I love yeah, that, that yeah, so yeah. much. Thank right. you, movie. Yeah. I wish, I wish every movie did that with everyone. I wish it was, you know. You uh, kept your uh, last name for the uh, movie or for the character? Right. Like, so uh, Chris Tucker is Crane Tucker in, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Oh, I wish that because it's so fun. All right. Harrison Ford would be uh, uh, Davidson Ford. Harold Ford. Uh, for, Harold Ford versus Ford. Ferrari. No, I, uh, hey, uh, you want to come to the Millennium Falcon? Sure. Follow me. I'm Han, I'm Han Ford. On uh, Ford, dude. To, uh... On Ford. Indiana Ford. There's so many good ones. <laughs> uh, Indiana Ford sounds like a series of dealerships in Indiana, doesn't it? <laughs> come on down to Indiana Ford. We got a car for you. Anyway, what's your name? My name is Ray. Ray Ridley. <laughs> Ray Ridley. I, I, I am so glad that the world finally caught up with how bad that ending was. Yeah. There was a tweet. There was a tweet this week that got half a million retweets or something. Like uh, this guy talking about a. Uh, uh, what's your what's your name? Ray. No, your full name. Ray Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's like yes, that's exactly what that was like. Ray Star Wars is amazing. Ray Star Wars. I love that. Uh, yeah. No, I'm 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 for your uh, your evil plan, Randy. Let's do that with names. I think I'm not because uh, it changes the whole James Bond franchise completely. Oh, good point. Yeah. Didn't think about that. Yeah. Oh yeah, because then well, you, you be... can only have guys whose last name is actually last name Bond. Is Bond. Oh, okay. There's All plenty right. of actors out there who could do it. Are there? <laughs> any of them off the top I can't of even my think head. of any current actors whose last name is Bond. Yeah, all I can think of is Bond. Cold Barry cream. Bonds. Barry as Bonds. James Bonds. <laughs> I just Go looked them it. up. I just looked them up, and I don't know any of these. Yeah, uh, nobody's very famous uh, with the Bond name. There's a current working actor named Larissa Bond, and I'm like, oh, no. I would, I would not mind seeing her as as the. <laughs> lead Iron, Jane Bond I, so, ironically Jane Bond. they just uh or it's funny you bring that up because like two three weeks ago I think it was um 
the the owner or the whatever that family is that owns the rights to the Rockley, James Bond the Rockley family. Yeah, they said that they will never. It'll never be a lady. They don't want to ever do that. They said. And oh not, really? Yeah, not okay. for any reasons other than they're like we want the source material to match, and so it'll always be some dude. Well, and, I'm uh, okay with that, but man, I was after seeing the previews for No Time to Die. I thought for sure they're setting up this other double zero agent that gets introduced in the trailer as potential takeover. Right. Well, the I mean, they could have a spinoff. I mean, if they're worried about that, yeah, they, just they should do that. Make some more money. Sure, but still put it in the mm-hmm. Bond universe. Sure. Yeah, why they've never done that, have they? That is surprising. And there was talk that um, that Jinx, uh, that Holly Berry was going to get her own spinoff series oh, of movies it was called um swordfish and she Jinx showed her in the bonds yeah. <laughs> she showed her pepperonis in that movie remember remember we saw that yeah, yeah. yeah. people yeah. have people have been calling for uh jane jane bond for like 50 years yeah and i i just really enjoy kind of thinking through how it would work like how do you how do you convert the the zeitgeist of this world of james bond mm-hmm. over just a tiny bit by changing who the lead is right mm-hmm. and it's i think that's really really fascinating and when you when you start to think about it you can understand why so many people actually commit to and make films that turn out like that you know like ghostbusters like because it's really interesting like that just this one little tweak and you have a completely different set of things to work with you know yeah i just mm. wish that movie had a better writer and then it would have I would have liked that Ghostbusters movie because yeah, I don't care about their genders. I would have loved a good mm-hmm. Ghostbusters movie. And I hope well, this new one's maybe good. Get, hopefully, we're getting that this summer. Yeah, it's got that kid and it. it. looks like a bird. Finn Wolfhard. Finn Wolfhard. He looks like a bird. All right. Kid comes with his own porn name. <laughs> it does. Uh, it does. <laughs> uh, all right. So you mentioned Saban earlier, um, Ibit. Like, yeah. That yeah. that am I right? That's the Power Rangers people. That's right? the Power yeah. Rangers people. Yes. Okay. A, he, and he mostly does. Uh, I think in this capacity, they're, they're usually the ones who do the distribution overseas. It I must be. They also must handle dubbing too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was some trouble with the dubbing. It wasn't great. Yeah. Um, but he. But they. That's funny because they. They're a Japanese company or traditionally one, and um, you don't normally see this kind of crossover. You got a lot of. You got American directors, some American producers. You got like eight production companies in China. Then you got Saban doing distribution. Like it's a big international affair. Right. Um, and I was trying to, I was just trying to pinpoint it because this is unusual. You don't usually see this the much first, crossover. The first like minute of this movie is a bunch of uh, company title cards. Oh yeah, and that that threw me because I'm just like whoa what are they trying to say with all of these names yeah. like this is insane how like and oh they have really good graphics i'll give them that yeah. they, like that but i you can just skip the first minute oh they gave that up though so so okay you brought up the graphics i'm glad you did because i forgot well, yeah, I wanted no, he to was talking this. about the title cards you're about to bring up the the video game style yeah. introduction yeah yeah i want to talk about those because when those started i, I was i was fine with them um i like the style of it and whatever, yeah. but they it, there was a certain point in that movie where they they kept using them and then they just stopped. Yeah, because everybody like, had been introduced. Was that all it's no, for? Ha- is just introduction? Really couldn't have been the last introduction. No, we still had to meet question mark Matador. We still had to meet. Oh, Gacha. so like when he, they show up in Mongolia and we've got okay, yeah. dude playing guitar. Oh, uh, uh, I no, I disagree. Playing guitar. <laughs> <laughs> so this this is a thing that kind of has died out now. But for about ten years, uh, from the late aughts to the late teens. There's this thing that some people do where you, uh, as soon as you meet a principal, right, you go over to some highly stylized thing. 
I, my favorite example of it is in Borderlands 2. Yeah, oh, Borderlands did it every time. I love that. Yeah. It's a, and, cool, it's a cool thing. I like it. It just they and the way consistent. It, the way it works is the people you're introducing are going to interact with other people, right? Yeah. So you draw a line and you say, later in the movie, that person is not someone for you to know their name. It's just someone, mm-hmm. right? And so, like you, at some point, it stops. And I thought that it made perfect sense in this film that you needed to like or lo- love to hate a person. Here's their name. Here's their funny image, and we move on. And then at some point, now anybody else we meet, you don't need to. Uh, you don't need to have the movie yelling at you, right? Mm-hmm. You, you're fine. You're just like this is a this is a farmer in Mongolia. He doesn't need to be <laughs> a big deal, right? I don't know. I just think <laughs> I did like. I did like it though. Very video game. Very like you know Street Fighter Two. You've picked your character, and now you're about to play him. Yeah, I'm trying to think of another movie like this. Isn't there? A guy, there's like a Guy Ritchie movie that does this or something. Feels like yeah. It feels yeah. like they're like Snatch probably did it or something like that. Tar- Lockstock and Tarantino done it a couple barrels. of times. Like the um, what am I thinking of? Maybe oh, uh, didn't uh, Inglorious Bastards had a form of this, didn't they? Where they would introduce the different bastard. Hmm. Can't I can't remember like the bear Jew guy it was his turn on screen it was like it would freeze on him and the title would say the bear Jew or something and um, then it was not quite the same it wasn't illustrated or whatever but yeah. right I don't know it's that a it's a, not been too impressive if we can't remember it's a, <laughs> it's a thing and I kind of enjoy it it's got a real schlocky 70s quality to it and it's kind of fun uh, and the art was good I like that art a lot mm-hmm. whoever drew yeah. those um also, I'm trying to think of a more elaborate way. If you're going to torture slash kill somebody, is there a more elaborate way of doing it than hanging them upside down and trying to bowl their head off with a bowling ball? <laughs> well, remember, so they didn't. They're always so brutal, right? <laughs> right? Remember, they wanted to scare him. They wanted to. They wanted to terrify him, and so they yeah. came up with a way. It's elaborate, sure, mm-hmm. but like that, they were. That's how they roll, but right? Yeah, but you just get a get a pair of clippers. Get, <laughs> get a Do pair. Do you expect me to talk? No, Mister Bond. I expect you to pick up the seven ten split. Yes, exactly. Why not just sit you down on the chair? You know, do Bond James Bond style when uh, uh, when Hannibal, oh, what's his name, geez. was hitting him in the nuts in that chair. Do that. That's bad. That would scare Oof. me. And it's not as elaborate. Yeah. I'm just saying. It just. I went. Oh, really? We're going to these lengths. They're gonna they're gonna have a whole bowling alley dedicated to Johnny Knoxville getting hit because this he... is why we installed pulley on top of pulling <laughs> right above lane 17 just for this sort of thing <laughs> we buy this bowling lane four months ago only for this like it's, the whole thing is just we contrived. rented the whole bowling alley out even ticket machine yeah it's very weird very very weird i thought but it's yeah. fine it'll it'll hold all right so uh do you guys have any uh uh, what uh, grossed you out? Grossed me out. <laughs> I've got oh a lock. God. It's the friggin' oh. doorknob. That's it. Having, to, having <laughs> yeah. to open the doorknob with his mouth and then all of the other rusty gate stuff. 100%. Him trying to open locks with his mouth, turn a knob with his mouth in a place where I can tell those knobs have never been dirtier. That is disgusting. <laughs> that is the that is the scariest. I'm sure that you know they were sterilized, but still it feels like one of the Worst jackass stunts ever. Right. <laughs> it does feel I like a jackass. Let's stunt. do it. Let's yeah. just do it. You think so? You think they were just like Knoxville's like, look, I'm, no way. I, I think Knoxville is probably that's probably like an improv thing he probably did. I just feel like Oh, no way. I mean there's no way that that insurance on that uh on that's that film the would cover improv. He's like, nah, 
nah, I'm just going to do this. Well, and it is like him to do it. Like in, right. on Jackass, there were always sorts of situations where it was like, I'm going to put my wiener in a sock and have a snake bite it. And <laughs> I don't know who ensures that, but you know, like that's Knoxville. So, so maybe that maybe, but I think that was probably directed. I like to think that it may not be true, but I like to think it. Yeah. I mean, I used to be, this is how into Jackass I was, which explains why I like fail videos so much. Okay. Jackass, when it was on, like a, a a thing on MTV that you would watch on Sunday nights, I was, that was must-see TV for me. Like, yeah. I would set aside the time and say, we're late, hurry up, we got we can't miss Jackass. And we'd sit down from the TV and we'd watch it. <laughs> it was family viewing. Yeah, it kind of was. I'll settle around the Victrola and watch Jackass. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know what the deal was, because honestly, it's real dumb. Like, it's not. There's nothing about it where you're like, ah. Oh. At the time, though, it w- it felt very new and unique. Yeah. There was nothing like it, right? Like punk rock television in a way that, you know, hadn't. You're right. It, there's no, there was nothing like it. I um, mean, like, even reality TV in, in the early, you know, 21st century, reality TV was still doing things you hadn't seen reality TV do yet mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. And I, um, as a side note, I really like, is it Rooster Cock? <laughs> What's the name of their, they have, they have a production company he, he helps run with Jeff. What's oh, his name? Jack Hole confused. Jack Hole. Is it? Is it, oh, what no, is I it? Jack Hole's the, um, uh, it's always got a rooster going, gah, 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 and it's something. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, whatever their production company is, they started it with Jackass, and then they've done other productions. Right. And Dick House Productions. Dick House Productions, that's Dick it. Dick House Productions. Uh, it's it got up. a rooster. But anyway, they, they've they made some really great stuff. There's a documentary I loved called The Wonderful Whites of West Virginia, I think it was called. Yep. The yes, Weird and Wonderful yes. Whites, whatever it is. That's a fascinating, crazy, weird documentary. And um, I really like that stuff. So... You know, I'm a fan coming into a thing like this thinking, all right, more Knoxville in my life. And I just think that he and Jackie Chan got short shrift. It should have been more about them. It should have spent more time with their sort of, you know, fish out of water sort of conflict with each other. I just didn't feel like it was enough of that. Instead, it was bouncing around back to like, it's like, oh, here we are in the desert having trouble. All right, now we're back in this weird office with people going, I don't understand what handsome John Mons. Oh, you will know soon because we are going to take over the entire place with her. Like, just a real anime turn every time they'd go back to town. And I, I don't know, felt like two movies. Just like two movies going on. I'm with you. I, I felt like it could have been some more character development. I didn't feel like... I, I felt like there was this sacrifice that Jackie Chan's character was supposed to make uh, for his partner. Mm-hmm. And that was to raise the daughter. Uh, and Oh, you're so of, hung up of, on this, Brian. Come instead on. Of, never, instead of ever dealing with that at all, they just went with this other direction where he's like, sure, be a police person. I don't care. And he's like, yeah, whatever. I don't even care about you. I'm still after the matador. I don't even give a crap. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, his, one the, point, his one point of revenge. Oh, that's the other thing. That didn't have a satisfying moment for me because the, the one point of revenge for Jackie Chan, what drives him is the killing of his partner. And mm-hmm. he's just constantly now... I've got to do this. I've got to do this. And for my partner, for this, for this. Yui, Yugi or whatever. His yeah. Name is. yeah. Uh, <laughs> they referred to as the kid from Jerry Maguire, which made me laugh. Yeah, that was, that was, pretty, <laughs> that was pretty funny. But, uh, and again, Knoxville, you know, give him some good lines. He's funny, but they get, they right. get to the point where it's revealed that he's still alive and he was the matador all along. Duh. You're like, Oh, okay. Well now let's see Jackie Chan's reaction. And it's not good enough. Give me more yeah, than that, because yeah. your whole life has been obsessed with this since his death, and now you're just gonna, just oh oh, it's, you're back. Weird. Okay, well let's go fight some more. Like I, I don't know, it just didn't have the impact I expected it to. 
after we watched Jackie Chan, you know, mourn over the loss of this guy. So that bugged me. Can't take it back though. Yeah. No take backsies. Mm-mm. No take backs. Uh, <laughs> anyway, sorry. I thought the actor who played Young, uh, his name is Eric Sang. Uh, I thought he was perfect. I I can't get over when I started looking through his like history as an actor, like how how he has sort of transformed over the years and mm-hmm. how he looks. But uh, I just thought he was. I thought he was absolutely perfect from the very 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 beginning when I saw him and he's like tied up in a bomb mm-hmm. i was just like oh i like that guy i think he's you know i think he's something to to think about and so i was i was disturbed that he just blows himself up immediately <laughs> <laughs> but i i i just like it's a movie that you that asks you to just go with it go with it go with it and i, I guess if you don't like if you're gonna if you're gonna stop and say, "Hey, movie, I need you to give me more substance," then you're not gonna have a good time. Has anybody? I, think I, just, oh, I just settled on all right, Jackie Chan. Cool. I'm watching. I'm watching for the Jackie Chan innovative fight techniques. Did anybody see that uh, serious movie Chan made in 2017 called The Foreigner? It was like yeah, hardcore yeah, rated R thing directed by Martin Campbell, who we just uh, what did we just see from Martin Campbell? We just saw. Um, what did we just see? We we just saw Oh Zorro. That was last week. Oh, really? Um, yeah, no, I hadn't, I don't think I even knew about this. 2017, he made a movie called The Foreigner, and it here's the uh, short of it. A humble businessman with a buried past seeks justice when his daughter is killed in an act of terrorism. A cat-and-mouse conflict ensues with a government official uh, whose past may hold clues to the killer's identities. And it's supposed to be kind of hard R-ish, like, like a, not, a, not your typical Jackie Chan, I'm using this chair to fight you kind of movie. But more of a serious take, and it's it reviewed pretty well, and people seem to. I don't know. I, I was curious if any of you guys have seen it. If you haven't, maybe I may have to just find this and see if it was any good. Yeah, um, I uh, I've seen Mystic River, and don't need to see this. Uh, what's uh, oh Mystic River? Well, I don't think I don't know that they're comparable. Mystic River, yeah, Do you remember, remember Mystic that. River? Yeah, it was uh, 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 just, uh DiCaprio and uh, no Sean Penn and Tim Robbins and Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon, right? I, I could have sworn and, uh, DiCaprio was in that too. It was the the Boston thing, right? And, uh, uh, one of oh, them, you're thinking of the Departed. Days. You're thinking of the Departed, Brian. Oh, am I? Yeah. Okay, which is one great. Of them, one of them uh, has a child killed, and oh, uh, that's right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, to, the, and you don't know who it to, is. It's, everyone it's thinks the one it's, with uh, Julia Roberts, where they all work at a pizza shop in Connecticut, <laughs> oh right? That one, right? <laughs> that's yeah, that's the, the one. one. That's it. I ding, regret. Ding. I regret comparing the plot of the foreigner to another movie. <laughs> oh, I freaking love that. All right. Anyway, what I'm saying is, I would like more Jackie Chan movies. Period. Okay. And uh, I, lucky for us, I looked it up. He has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight movies in the works, including Rush Hour Four, yep. Shanghai Dawn, which sounds like yep. a follow up there. Five Against a Bullet. Don't know what that is. Once Upon a Zodiac, which Ted Cruz is in, which is weird. I don't know why that's happening. <laughs> uh, and then Project Extraction. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Gets his, uh, that's a that's out. about a dentist. Get it out. <laughs> Three of those things sound like something you'll pay extra for at the Chinese massage parlor. Yeah, right. he gets he goes uh, to his Project dentist. Extraction is extraction? done. Something wrong with uh, my tooth. That, that Project Extraction is in the can. It's coming out in a few weeks. It stars uh, John Cena. Oh, really? 
Let's yeah. see. Let's see. I'm in. That sounds like fun. I like those guys. They'll be good together. Why not? Is it a buddy thing? Like a, you know, I. Okay, so I'm going to give you the description of Project Extraction. I don't know that either John Cena or Jackie Chan are in this description, okay? Okay. Two ex-Special Forces soldiers must escort a group of civilians along Baghdad's Highway of Death to the safety of the Green Zone. Hmm. Okay, it might be John Cena and Jackie Chan. They might just also be in the movie. You know, I don't know. Okay. I was trying to find... Remember that Jackie Chan line we loved from... uh... (laughs) What was that? Hunter... Or... uh... Around the world in eighty days, was it or something? Oh no, no, it was about the flute. Uh, oh, you the Piper played the flute. Yeah, I love that. Hold on, I'm gonna play it. It's right here. I have it. Here's a Peter Piper playing the flute. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is there any more affable human being on this planet? You just want to hang with him and spend time yeah, with him, and for sure, you know yeah. he's the nicest dude. Well, I mean, by all accounts, he's like literally the nicest guy. But yeah. I just love Jackie Chan. He is the real deal. Yeah. And I don't like that, you know, I don't want him to age out. Keep going. Keep making it. You know, right. even if they're arguably poopy movies like this or or if you even like this one, you know, even if they're crap, I don't care. Keep making movies. Don't go away. We love Jackie Chan. I just I, want to make sure nothing dumb takes him out like like Crocodile Hunter, like Steve Irwin. I want, I want Jackie Chan not to, you know, oh, a right, two by right. four fell off of a Home Depot truck. And- it's definitely going to be a ladder injury. You know what would be fun? You know what would be fun? This would be fun. If we could figure out a way technologically or biologically when we all die, like a little printout would happen. And on the printout, it would say, what were his odds all the time? Like, what was his average risk level? It would have to be a dot matrix printer? Yeah, it would have to be because this is how I picture it. And I wanted wanted to say, look, sometimes the old stuff's the best stuff, Brian. Okay. (laughs) Um, But I wanted to say things like, you know, Jackie Chan had an 85% average chance of dying every day of his life, given the overall average. But he he still survived. And then mine will say you had like a 5% chance. Right. (laughs) I love that idea just because I'd like the numbers and it would be fun to see what his are because that guy's done stunts that are just even for just for laughs that are harrowing and life threatening like in his in his heyday right like he did things that were just like what the frick are you doing and it was great i thought to have one of these traditional jackie chan and credits uh montages that was great i totally enjoyed that it's not just bloopers it's him getting hurt and falling over and getting up saying i'm fine saint peter basically meets you at the pearly gates with a list saying all right you almost died here you almost died from uh choking on a peanut here yeah you almost died from uh (laughs) yeah yeah, I want to see that. I want to break it down. I want it like a spreadsheet. I can like sort through and do different, you know, data analysis. <laughs> I love it. I think that'd be fun. Did you, I, I assume everybody saw the end credits? Did you guys stick around yes, for it? Of okay. All right. Just making sure. You can't not watch a Jackie Chan movie and not watch the credits, right? Right. You just assume they'll put something in there, aren't they? All mm-hmm. they all do it, oh, even yeah. like Rush Hour and stuff. They do it. Don't I wonder they? if the uh, probably not the foreigner though. <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> I remember when I saw. Rush Hour 1 and 2. Rush Hour 2, by the way, 2001. That's how old that is. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing those was, and going... That was huge. I remember going, uh, oh, look how old Jackie Chan is. Yes. Oh, that was the other thing I wanted to say. Like, so uh, Jackie Chan is 65 now? Yeah. Jackie Chan 65. Uh, I feel like he has been looking over 50 for 40 years. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. understand. Yeah, and at the same time... Now I can't tell. Like, he just looks so... He doesn't look 65. He's just stuck at 50. Like, he's just there. 
and he's you know he's got the, he's got some lines and wrinkles and you can tell he's not you know 20 but he doesn't seem to age past that this is like my brother matt who looks a lot like jackie chan by the way um i have a korean brother his name is matt and he looks just like him and he doesn't age either and it pisses me off but like remember when we watched rumble in the bronx and we were like this is 20 years old 20 years old no way there's no way this is 20 years old like that's that's the dividing line right there he he went and made a movie in uh the americas and now he's old yeah everything after that yeah well i recommend kung fu panda personally go watch that he's great in that he plays a monkey i think He's very good. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, let's do some clips. I have many. Not many. Sure. Actually, I, have a, oh, I don't one, have a ton. One more note that I just yeah. want to come back to, and we, you touched on at the very beginning. Um, are we supposed to believe that Jackie Chan just left uh, the, the woman in the uh, Russian doll factory to suffocate uh, sort of covered with shrink wrap right. and not I do thought. anything about it? Yeah, that's what I thought. That's why I brought yeah. it up earlier, because I think she's she's a magic person because not only did she, she <clears throat> survive that later she survived a direct hit by a van that threw her into a bunch of trash yeah yeah and then still had mm-hmm. all the spryness you need to fight another lady so she was she was, was, she was okay. a robot okay. well what, just, what's his I name i just want to bring that up because i was surprised <clears throat> that you know i mean jackie chan you know you just got done fighting her and she was gonna beat the crap out of him but still i think he'd like at least poke a hole in the saran wrap so that she could breathe before he ran off to go and how do you su- how do you suggest he did that like uh, <laughs> a shard from a Russian nesting doll. I mean, right, right, like, like plenty right, of that on the ground. And then like hold it out with his finger right into the, yeah, that'd be, that's, that'd be oh, yeah, great idea. Finger. Great yeah, idea. Yeah. But uh, uh, that's why Knoxville called her the uh, Russian Terminator, which I thought was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had a few good lines. All right. Uh, here are your clips very early in the film there. Are, I don't have a ton because honestly, the dialogue in this movie is not super notable, but this is a Wilhelm scream very early. Uh, when they're when they're doing the domino buildings so here you go there you go mm-hmm. nice mm-hmm. yeah i didn't even didn't i actually even, now uh, hate bury it yeah. i <laughs> used to like them i think i now hate wilhelm screams absolutely i think we can all agree completely on that. turned around on it yeah, yeah they need yeah. to they need to stop doing it mm-hmm. i would i would say that there's zero reason the th- to do it now Just the thing is it. when you say they need to what's the there's not an organization of filmmakers <laughs> with a standard where they send out a memo to everyone in the world making movies. You know? I thought we just say Hollywood. Yeah. Stop putting no, the home screen. Yeah, like, obviously, this yeah. movie has nothing to do with Hollywood. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, true. But we're, all we're filmmakers, watching... just creative, okay. creatives and filmmakers, stop putting it in. That's all I'm saying. I go up, I go up to accept my best whatever actor Oscar, and I, and I say, you know what? I know we're not supposed to use this as a platform for our own political agendas, but I just want to say, please stop using the Wilhelm. Oh, screen. I love that, that idea. Instead of like, hey, who's, instead who's of like the that? plight oh, of refugees up. or whatever, Brian gets <laughs> up and says, please stop using the Wilhelm scream. I'm trying to figure out who's going to do that this year. It wouldn't be Joaquin, <laughs> wouldn't be Joaquin Phoenix. He's, Joaquin he's Phoenix. all shuffling off stage without saying much. Uh, Brad Pitt. I, Brad Pitt could do it. Sure. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Brad do, Pitt could that. do it. You're yeah. right. Yeah. He could do it, or, or uh, oh, who could do it that would really make a that actually would make an oh impact? Olivia Coleman, <laughs> except she's uh... that'd be awesome, wouldn't it? She's not, <laughs> she's not nominated for an Oscar this year. <laughs> no, but I maybe she's everywhere just, I look. Uh, maybe man. just at the maybe just at that halfway point when they do all the in memorandums of or mem- in memory of. Oh, oh that's a great idea. Yeah, because some of them they play a clip 
Yeah. And it could be mm-hmm. a clip of a Wilhelm scream <laughs> that, and then it was like is now dead. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Just put Wilhelm scream underneath it. To death. Exactly. That's a great that, idea. That would kind of I think that would upset people who whose friends and family really died, <laughs> died this past year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? We'll 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 mourn in our own way. <laughs> when it happens, just do it, is all we're saying. All right, here's I, some I uh, will, oh yeah, go ahead. I will not mourn. All right. I I yeah. I think the Wilhelm scream is just notable because we've made it so. If we didn't, uh, you know, if we just let it be and people use it, we can't stop them. I think it would be fine, but we can't help ourselves. We're we're so you know constantly focused on oh I've heard that before. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. yeah, but it, you, you're making a scream in a movie. Just make a scream. Don't use the old scream just because because they're doing what you're saying is true. But it's only because they're doing it. They're choosing to put that on everything. When I say they, I mean you know right. different filmmakers like let's put them at Wilhelm scream in here during editing. They're making that decision for the same reason that you're saying we're sick of it. They're going hey. That's a thing people do. It's like a little Easter egg. We'll put it in every movie. Right. Movie. Isn't there at the very beginning? Now, where do we want to put the Wilhelm scream? Yeah. We could do it here. There's a fight scene here. We could do it here. Yeah. I don't think anybody's yeah. sitting around going, um, we shouldn't, you know, they're, they're not going, oh, we've got this scene where someone screams. We're out of options, people. What do we do? It's three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it's three in the morning. If How do we do we this? have a recording of a scream that we could use. Yeah. And the guy above a old rotten pizza puts his hand up. We could use the Wilhelm. Oh, he did it. All right, everyone go home. Well done, everybody. Good job, people. Like, it doesn't work like that. They know what they're doing, and then it takes me out of the movie. It makes me go, Mm -hmm. oh, come on, really? That's the worst part. Yeah. Anyway, we can have this fight a different day. Let's do, (laughs) let's talk about bad Chinese actors for a minute. Not bad, just these don't, these scenes are real stilted. Here you go. I just met the man last night. Whatever you think this video shows, you're wrong. You should have recognized him. He cheated this casino out of a million dollars. So melodramatic. Well, I think you One played the wrong million. clip. I think you played something from Resident Evil 6. Right? <laughs> Did he put his pinky up when he said that? One million dollars? Yeah. One million dollars. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It is very video gamey. It's a good comparison. Here's uh, Knoxville being Knoxville. You don't want me to marry her? I mean, planning a wedding on such short notice is a logistical nightmare. <laughs> oh. Set it upside down too. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love. I love. This is a huge trope. Give me trouble. Oh, all right. We haven't had a chance to play this today. Hold on. I love it when a shot starts out close up on someone's face, and then you realize they're hanging upside down, mm-hmm. and the shot turns over. Mm-hmm. I love it every time. Every movie should have it. Yes, even nineteen seventeen. Whoa. <laughs> Hard talk. Uh, they kind of. No, okay, maybe not. <laughs> because of 1917 is a big long camera trick, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, but there's one there's one scene where there's absolutely a switch and you do see a character from a different angle, but yeah. Yeah, the the movie apparently very definitely handles all the tricks well, but it's definitely not a single shot. Love that yeah. trope though. Yeah. I yeah. love it. Yeah. And as soon as I saw his face and he looks kind of like yeah, uh, uh, uh Dunaway was joking about how he's always wincing. Mm-hmm. As soon as I saw his face, I'm just like, oh, he's hanging upside down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that artwork of him hanging upside down was pretty good. All right, here's the bad. Or no, here's uh, uh, what's this? Oh, I wrote, who is this man? I don't, I don't remember. Who is this man? A Chinese cop. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. That's fair. 
All right, here's grown grown man. I'm a grown man. I don't need you to feed me. Oh, it's funny he's doing the testicles. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That the music on the train was all of it just, sucks. It's all it did bad. suck. Yes. Oh, yes. Disagree. How do you like that? It. How can you possibly like that? You are a guy. I look at you, Randy, and I say. Randy's a guy who appreciates really good film scores and music. How can you possibly like this? There's no way. Because when you appreciate really good film scores and music, you notice when people have made a decision to give you something completely different. And it's fine. Like I I don't I don't understand what why this is offending you so much. I like, hated it. I, I don't mind that yeah. you. I just, it doesn't offend me that you feel differently. It offends me that that movie thought it had good music. It's bad because when when you do a scene where there's fighting and there's good music behind, you say, "Oh, this is action." When you do a scene where there's crappy music behind it, you say, "Oh, this is slapstick." Yeah. You know what? You know what it comes to is, uh, I was in a certain mindset to compare this film to other things, and you were in a different mindset. I think like. When you when you say how can you in a world where there's you know movies like uh, whatever like great movies that win awards and I'm coming into this and I've just been watching like Gravity Falls and Steven Universe and it's like uh, you know like oh that's this kind of entertainment okay well, that's a fair point I sure, mean it, it, right. it, it'll do in a pinch but that's what I see it as is they were all sitting around going well we got no music what do you want to do well here in China we have a huge vault of terrible songs you can use any of them at your free pick any of them pick any of them <laughs> terrible accents yeah <laughs> hello, yes. hello. <laughs> i don't know what voice that is all right here's um uh, oh that thing we heard earlier goat testicle goat testicle goat testicle goat he doesn't testicle. pronounce the t it sounds like he's saying Miss go testicle go testicle go testicle yeah you Missed can't an opportunity could have been a goat's groat but yeah. nope yeah it's <laughs> a goat's groat you shouldn't talk to your own testicles this way. Go testicles. They're not going to go anywhere. You just yeah. have to. Not do it. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thank goodness they're not going anywhere. All right. Here's I won't I won't wrote what the crap here. So let's let that play out. Yes, I fire study in my heart. Rich in a fever pitch and bring me me order dark. Finally, I can see you crystal clear. How do those people know this song there? These Mongolians it's here. Adele. She's everywhere. Because it's freaking famous. Like, the only song that went more global than this is the freaking Macarena. Now, are you saying how do the characters know this or how do the people... How do the uh, Mongolian people out in the middle of the nowhere know it? They don't have a radio. They don't have their... They're not syncing their iPods. No, I mean, like, that's, the, that's the hand wavy, like, you know, oh, she's so popular. Even, even people out in the, you know, outer Mongolia know this song. Yeah. But if you're saying how do the actors know this, I mean. Oh, yeah, they all know it. Everywhere. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'd say, it, it, you know, it won't surprise anybody. So this is my favorite part of the film. Oh, you like this part. I love it. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. What's not to like? That, right. was, uh, that was fantastic. All right. It was it's fine. like when you're watching. Uh, I, okay. I, I'm sorry to say, I because I, I, I realized that I, I'm probably the only person in the universe who would do this. But it's like when you're watching Moana. And you close your eyes while the rock is singing, and you look at, and you imagine the rock instead of the character. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. <laughs> I do that every time I hear that when it's not the movie. So if it's just playing, you're you're right about that. That's a thing I can't actually help doing. You I don't have. Booth, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I can um, I can just see the rock, and I've gotten to where I've gotten to where I don't know what uh, Maui the character looks like while he's singing because yeah. I've got my eyes firmly shut. And that's what I'm talking about. Here. The bod, the thing, whatever he says. I don't like it. See now. Oh, I don't like it. I don't like it. 
All right, here's a Siberian Terminator joke. Who is she? She's a Siberian Terminator. Yeah, that's pretty good. All right, here's something about a liar. You liar! Oh, yeah, it was the guy at the end before he got shot. <laughs> you liar! You liar! He had a great voice. I don't know anything about these. You liar! <laughs> was that the mat- Was that the guy they thought was the Matador? Whoever got shot at the very end on the dock before Jackie Chan sprung into action. I don't remember who it was. He was hiding. Oh, okay. I don't remember the guy's name. He may have just been a... He's the rich guy who, well, they thought it was the Matador. Is that who mm-hmm. who it was? Okay. Right. That whole bit's a blur. He owned the he owned the uh, casino. All right. Like right. Just, oh, right, right, right. Correct. That's who that was. And he took a shot, and then everyone's like, oh, this is deadly serious now. Mm-hmm. And then You mis- mean Victor Wong? You can't mean Victor Wong. You can't be that, Victor Wong. That thing at the beginning where yeah. the police chief is yelling. Yeah. <laughs> I loved that. Yeah. I wish you had that. He's over. Us, I, you need to stop chasing Victor Wong. I do have it. It was our intro. That was wait, intro wait right? whoops. Wait, where was it? Isn't it? Wasn't that our intro? Victor Wong is a respectable. Bi- yeah, we did that whole thing yeah. at the I top of the that show. so much. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know I've heard that before. Where have I heard that? Uh, all right, uh, that's going to do it for clips. Again, not a ton, but uh, we do have this now. Whoops, this. The Film Sack Checklist. Rumors that Jackie Chan stopped doing his own stunts was a lie? Check. Johnny Knoxville is starting to look like Scott's Aunt Susan? Check. <laughs> he really is. Really? Yeah, it's weird. My wow. aunt, I should say my Aunt Susan's starting to look like Johnny Knoxville. That's probably a better I, I think... I, I, I uh, I wear for both of them. <laughs> I do too. Uh, fake Russians are the worst Russians? Check. All right. We got a Star Trek connection. One, Sarah Maria Forsberg, who played Natalia in this. I don't know who that was. Uh, Natalia. Natalia. Yeah. Um, I don't remember Natalia. That was the, that was the pregnant lady. She's oh. A oh, okay. Right. All right. Cool. Yeah. She was in uh Star Trek. She's in Star Trek Beyond. She's the voice of the alien Kalara. In mm-hmm. Star Trek Beyond, the movie. What the uh wait, the not the black not the, and white No, 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 not her. That's what's no, her name okay. from the mummy. Um Yeah, right. Who, yeah, I can't figure out what that ain't what that what that alien's supposed to be. Oh, she is a big, big time singer, like uh <laughs> she's a big girl. She's a big girl. <laughs> she's a big no, time Sarah singer. Forsberg, I'm looking at her Wikipedia page and she's a like started out on YouTube. Uh, in 2014 and became like a whole big mm-hmm. you know releasing several albums and wrote a bunch of songs and oh i've heard this person i've now i'm looking at album covers i've heard this person she has stuff mm-hmm. on stream she streams music yeah this okay no idea that was her yeah me neither well well, well done well, youtuber well, making it making well, it good i'll bet her channel didn't get stuff. shut down that's great <laughs> all right well done uh, sarah uh, maria forsberg and now the soundtrack grade. I'm going to give it uh, S-F-G-M-T-W-O-A-L-T, which is stock footage garbage, maybe the worst of all time. I really am going to say this, and I know it's, it's controversial, obviously, because we have a different opinion, but I think this might be the worst music movie combo we've had on FilmSack, at least in recent memory, if not forever. I hated it. Hated wow. it. it wow. Ruined, it made the movie worse for me. It really did. And, mm-hmm. and I must be just way overly sensitive to it. I'll concede that, but really bugged me so there you go all right uh twitter post this is where you guys sum it up in 280 characters or less let's start with randy jordan i got this right under the wire 
Skip Trace, a movie about alpacas, goats, a horse, and a Doberman, and also a dog played by Johnny Knoxville, who is the perfect avatar for America here. A womanizing liar who goes overseas and starts a ton of fights and then doesn't even do it the right way to impregnate the lady. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he never, uh, he got away with that one, didn't he? Yeah. He got to have the sex without the the repercussions. That's what happened there. It was uh, anal. Not the way. Oh, did geez. It. That is the implication, right? He said, well, not the way we did it. And I thought, oh, all right. Wait, one of two. Did? It's one of two ways. It could that, be other uh, ways. Sure. Sure. Three ways, maybe. Could be four. Well, other ways sure. we don't even know of that Johnny Knoxville knows of. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Could have been a. Could have been with a jackass. <laughs> Steve-O. With Steve-O. One of the other jackasses. <laughs> All right, uh, there's there's that. Comic-Con, need to ask him that question. Yeah, let's get on that. Uh, next up, we have Brian Dunaway. Skip Trace. Like a two-finger neck-nap from Jackie Chan. Also, not the brief nudity we asked for, but the brief nudity we deserve. <laughs> oh, oh, that, that right? guy taking a shower. I forgot. Oh, uh, yeah. That guy had an impressive backside. Yeah. That's all I want to say. Quite the mm. bum. Didn't seem... You know, you, you always know. wonder about it when you yeah. see the warning. Yeah. Oh, you you would have think thought he would have heard the three buildings next to him that came down before his. He no, was, he was trying sing- to finish the, the shower deal. real quick. Oh, he did gotcha. hear the sounds. Uh, have you ever have you ever been in 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 a shower during an earthquake? Because I, I have. I've never I... been in an earthquake. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I've never been in a shower. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. All of the ones I've been in were mild. I was in one while in California once, not in the shower, but in an earthquake. And then here I was in the shower for a mild uh, Wasatch Fault shake once. Uh, and it is scary. It's weird. The It's like the tile moves independently of the rest of the bathroom. I don't you're like right. it. And you're naked. Yeah, you're naked. and you're naked. Exactly. And then Jackie Chan's running by, which is great. Oh, and that explosion where he like leaps from the dock in the fire. That made the best gif I ever made. It's very good. Yeah. All right, uh, let's now do Ibit. Skip Trace, if you wait to pick up the tuxedo at high noon, you'll miss rush hour. Mm-hmm. But if you wait too long, well, you'll get stuck in rush hour too. Oh, no. that's yeah. like rush hour also, but also that as a double Correct. meeting. I like yes. that a lot. Don't wait, I didn't skip you, did I? Did I skip you? No, you did. Yeah, you did. You skip did. Trace, like a two... Oh, oh no, yeah. you're right, okay. Two finger... Uh, uh, you got it. I forgot. All that's the nudity. That's <laughs> when we oh, talked yeah, about yeah. the nudity. Yeah, you're totally right. We went on a tangent, and then I thought, how did we get there? And then I forgot you were the one that put us there. I do like, by the way, if you go, you know, with any movie on IMDb, you can see what the nudity, you know, like it says, oh, nudity is brief. And you can see, all right, well, what do they describe as the nudity? They do that with the action, the gore, the violence, whatever. Yeah, right. But then you get uh, at the bottom of that, you get a a button that says, how would you rate the nudity? <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. And I know they mean like severe minimal right. blah 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 right. but you know I, I want there to be a button that says yeah i could use it a little more yeah <laughs> Meh. not enough too much <laughs> two thumbs up right. exactly. too much yes. butt hair i love that yeah that's not the right way to phrase that button no they need to they need to phrase that a different way yeah they can get in trouble there uh or at least people i guess have fun with it hey check this out it is uh the alternative titles it's it was uh almost called skip this <laughs> <laughs> Or uh, just uh, kind of nonchalantly, they almost called it Jackass 4, which was uh, interesting. I mean, you never thought you'd get a sequel to Jackass Jackie 3, ass. but uh, Jackie Jackie Ass. Jackass 4. <laughs> that's funny. Shit, that's a better one. Damn it. I should have consulted with Brian Ibbett before I did that. <laughs> All right. Uh, quick email from a listener in St. Louis. This is Sandy. 
And uh, Sandy says this. Hello, guys. I was wondering if you've considered any of the Beastmaster movies. Uh, the first two are amazing, in my mind at least, but I don't remember anything about the third. I just remember as a kid watching them anytime they came on TV. Uh, thank you for considering it. Sandy from St. Louis. I'd love to do a Beastmaster. I would too. My memory of the first Beastmaster is that one of the the lady lead in it was one of the replacement Charlie's Angels from the old Charlie's Angels show, and she has and she has her boobies out. That's my memory, because oh, those are what right. that's what matters when you're like 13, right? You don't yes. care about anything right. else. Oh my gosh, I get to see. Yeah, what was her name? She was uh, one of the later angels. I had a huge crush on her before this. Um, I forgot her name. Let's see. Hold on. Beastmaster. That's probably the fastest way. Mark yeah, we saw Lady Hawk, right? Uh, the guy? Yeah, I think we saw Lady Hawk. Oh, we saw Lady yeah. Hawk. Yeah, yes, yeah, we yeah. absolutely sacked Lady Hawk. Yeah. yeah, we totally did. Okay, Beastmaster. Wait, that's wrong. Ninety. That's the TV it's show. A, the, you're thinking of the Beastmaster. You don't Beastmaster. You won't find what you're looking for. You're looking for Tanya Roberts. What Tanya Roberts. That's it. Tanya Roberts is yeah. still very pretty. Um, yeah. but, but I had a man. I had a thing for her, and so when she shows up in that, and uh, you know, all all bets are off. I just went whoa. The, the two replacement angels were Shelley Hack and Tanya Roberts. Yeah, Hack. I think Shelley Hack again. That's a that's a good opportunity for a name change. Yeah, I'm trying to see if this. She hasn't been in much since '05. I liked her a lot though, and she's in all sorts of stuff for a long time. But yeah, she kind of quit acting in '05. Anyway, I would do the Beastmaster in a, or yeah, the Beastmaster <laughs> in a heartbeat. Now. Oh, the movie, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would do that so quickly. My, your heads would spin. So the minute we can get it, let's do it. But um, what would you do next week? Uh, next I'm week. Sorry if, I'm sorry if I'm jumping. No, it's a ahead. good transition. <laughs> I like it. Uh, next week, if it were me, I would do Ghost Rider with. Nicholas Cage. Awesome. Oh, good. Nice. That matches up. Sweet. We should I like do that. that a lot. And it's streaming. Oh, we'll do it. Yeah, Netflix even. Uh, is the sequel on there? Just that one, I think. I don't think the sequel's on there. Uh, hold on. I'll look it up. Yeah, look that up. Because if yeah. if uh, if it is, not saying we should, oh. but we could. Oh, my God. Do our, do our twofer? Yeah. We could do nope. It. The, Ghost, the Ghost Rider sequel is not streaming. Okay. So the Ghost Rider, uh, the Marvel cinematic hit of the century, Available now on Netflix. We're going to watch it. Never saw it in theaters. Always avoided it. Was sure it was poo, so I never saw Whoa. it. Yeah, never saw it. Have no so idea. So this will only be the second Marvel thing we've ever done, right? Because we saw um, Blade, or one of the Blades we saw. Blade 2, I believe. Blade 2. Have we done any? We haven't done Daredevil or Elektra. No. All these years that all of them were streaming on Netflix, <laughs> I was just like, are we going to ever? Nope, we're apparently never going to sack Iron Man. Okay. How about the original Daredevil? Well, don't we're never going to do an MCU movie, or at least not yeah, uh, for a while. Iron Man, but, I wouldn't sack that. But. Yeah, I wouldn't either. But something like Electra. before all of that, Elektra, mm-hmm. uh, the Daredevil mm-hmm. movie with Affleck would be a good one. Um, mm-hmm. what's yeah, another? I, I agree totally. What's the? Uh, what's I'd the even actor? do Spider-Man three. Oh yeah, I would too. That could be Did fun because that was a nerdtacular movie. No, we've never done any of those Sam Raimi movies. Oh, it was, wasn't it? Wow, yeah. Nerdtacular's yeah. two thousand and. Seven, yeah, the first one hmm. was yeah. That. I didn't. That's the one I didn't come to. The yeah. only spectacular I haven't been to. Yeah, and it was and it was a bad movie. <laughs> that was that's one of those where you're glad you didn't do any like big event thing after it because it's like oh okay well yeah well here's we your, do we want to all prizes, talk about how we yeah. feel about that <laughs> exactly I mean it was st- it was cool in the sense that hey we're all here and this is fun but it was not <laughs> it did not hold muster. Right. And then the next year well, we got we, Dark Knight. You know we're getting a new Anaconda movie, right? You've heard? No. Yes. No. We're getting a reboot of Anaconda. Um, 
not with Ice Cube or J Lo or John Voight or anybody like that, but we're getting a new. What's a new, it called? Uh, Do you know what it's called? I oh, can't so find it. Anaconda back. <laughs> it's probably called. It's probably going to be called Anaconda. My Anaconda oh. will is what you say. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. The Anaconda. Anaconda. Yeah, it's coming from Sony. Oh, right. The Anaconda. I don't see it anywhere. Uh, I'm in though. It is. Yeah, it it just got announced on Hollywood Reporter yesterday. It will be a reimagining. Oh, with Jennifer um, Lopez is in it. Reimagine a snake. what? Really, Jennifer Lopez is? Oh no, I'm sorry. <laughs> she was in the first one. It says, "Will it include her?" And the and that's all the oh. articles are just saying. Oh, are we gonna watch Anacondas? The second one. I would. Are you I kidding? Think we should watch Anaconda versus Lake Placid, which is apparently a thing that oh, I didn't know existed. Shut up. Does that <laughs> really exist? Here's, I. I looked up the full list of all Marvel movies that have ever been made, and I spotted a bunch that I think we could sack, and they all have this thing in common. They all have X-Men and then a word or phrase after it. So X-Men Apocalypse, X-Men The Last Stand, uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix, which will probably be Mm. streaming soon, X-Men First Class, any of those, I would love to sack one. Well, First Class, I think, is is a good one it's a highlight but but oh my god last stand great yeah Yeah. i like first class is great that's a good that's a good movie um everyone last year hated x-men dark phoenix and so i'm like i'm i'm i have an eye open for that one to go on stream yeah so you didn't see it in theaters you're you're waiting for yeah i I also did not i did what randy did i avoided it wow in fact i remember you going to see it because i remember you going and i thought that's a true marvel fan right there yeah yeah and there, i was disappointed yeah <laughs> there are there are a few people there are a few working actors under the age of 30 where i feel like more potential than sophie turner yeah. and the fact that it was immediately panned made me so sad i just can't i need sophie turner to have a, a good rising career she'll do okay she's got to keep Phoenix. that jewel out of her mouth she'll be fine That's right, yeah she'll she's got a great career in uh vape commercials yeah oh yeah mm. she is is there a, you look and, for a and, random uh, lung, picture and lung cancer psas yeah if you look at her all over the internet and look just for hey where i want pictures of sophie turner walking down the street vape 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 she's just constantly vaping anyway whatever i'm not an anti-vapor I'm a Darth Vapor. Yeah. All right. By the way, remember when it was 2019 and we thought every Vapor was going to die for a, like a couple weeks? Yeah. No, that I, was uh, weird. There, that was weird. Although, um, whatever. My, my, my whole take on all of that is science to figure out whether uh, there's other effects that we don't know about yet takes a long time and money and and uh, isn't going to happen within like but four we, months. So give it time. But we totally got over it. Like it was a couple weeks and then we forgot. And now we're on to Wuhan coronavirus, also known as Kung Flu. And a couple weeks from now, we'll be over that. They call it Kung Flu? Really? Yeah, I'm sorry. Holy shit. You know, I was in the, the SARS town, the town that where SARS came from, the year it came out in 2001 or whatever it was. I was in uh, uh, Shang... Uh, uh, what's it called? I forgot the name of the city. Shang... Not Shanghai. Shang... No. Whatever it is. The factory town just... Uh, Inland from Hong Kong. Shang Tsen. Shang Tsen? Shang Tsung. Nope. Shang Tsung. Not the guy from Mortal Kombat. Not him. That's exactly (laughs) Shang Tsung. Whatever it is. No, it's Shang. Oh, that's going to annoy me. But anyway, the. the... Started in in Guangdong. Uh, That's a province. Farmer was from Shunde Foshan. Yeah. 
Well, Guangdong uh, is a province that this thing is in. So it's like Shing. It's where all Nike makes all their shoes. Apple makes all their uh, phones. One of the first victims was admitted to a hospital in Guangzhou. Are we talking about you talking about SARS or this new thing? I'm reading about SARS. Yeah, oh, okay. I'm, re- I'm reading about the. Yeah. Oh, I'm Sarsy. So anyway, I remember Free and freaked out because we got home, got back to the states, and right then all the news started hitting that in this town I was just in, a brand new virus came from like a rooster, or a, a freaking pig or something. And what then, did you do, Scott? What did you? Do? <laughs> I was so I was paranoid. I was like, oh my gosh, did I bring this home with me? Like it was it was a dirty city too. Then I don't know if it's any better now, but. Got the name of the damn place. Anyway. Anyway, Wuhan coronavirus. That's what, if you're listening to this uh, episode five years from now, this is the, we're in the middle of the outbreak. It's happening right now. Yeah. So be careful out there, you guys. Put on the masks. Don't, yeah, don't be licking any knobs. Yeah, don't. Don't (laughs) licking any Chinese knobs. All right, uh, that's going to do it for today's show. If you'd like to send us an email like we did today, or like the one we got today from Sandy, you can do that very easily, filmsack at gmail.com. Please send those in. We love them. We love your feedback, and it's always great to get. We're also at filmsack.com, and uh, you can find, uh, oh, you can voicemail us too, 801-471-0462, or you can send voice attachments to filmsack at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter, at filmsack. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Alpacas. (laughs) We'll see you next time. (laughs) This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Go testicle. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.